hello and welcome to Blazebot. It's Tuesday, the 2nd of May. My name's Ben. On the line, fresh from standing outside in the rain at Aldi by the sounds of things, it's Andrew. How you doing, mate? I'm all right. It wasn't Aldi. Let's not... I wasn't... It's not that low class now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, we're outside um, Clubhouse, where uh, Deadback described it as a war zone, and rightly so. <laughs> yeah. it, does that not count as Aldi as well outside I don't Clubhouse? know. Does it count? I suppose it does, doesn't it? At what it, point do you cross into Aldi territory? Where's, where's, I, your, where's your border? I don't think I ever crossed the road into Aldi, so <laughs> I'm classing it as out, outside of Clubhouse. But, yeah, really, really, really good night. I've never seen... Just everywhere you look, they were just beaming smiles, and I think that was the case before the game as well. It was a proper celebratory atmosphere, and we'll obviously get onto that later on. Yeah, well, yeah, what what a treat to be able to enjoy Saturday's mm. game as a you know essentially a dead rubber. But I had a I had a feeling we we the team would want to uh, have a statement win. I suppose I think we did spend. Yeah, there was, I think there was an element of toying with our food in this one, the, the mm. 4-1 win over Preston. But Yeah, we could have had about 10, realistically. Yeah. Ultimately, we got bored of like trying to manufacture a goal for Sharp. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, and went for the jugular, yeah. I suppose, to, uh, yeah. to continue the metaphor. Um, yeah, I, I guess uh, you know, there, not everybody was able to go on... Um, on Wednesday night, so like yeah. uh, Liam, for example, who was with us for this one, yeah. uh, Sue Meek, you know, we, who came and said hello to us before the game, they'd, they'd missed the game on Wednesday, weren't able yeah. to attend. So I'm glad they got to see a non-sort of end-of-season mediocre performance from the Blades. Who, Which yeah. I was expecting, and to be honest, the first half an hour was a little bit like that, I thought. Like, sort mm. of, yeah, we've had a few drinks. <laughs> uh, but... I thought, in particular, second half again looks like Wednesday. It was just—I've got to be honest. I've looked, I can't really remember that much about this game. Not because I were, dr- I were drunk, but not because that's not the reason. Because it were more of a celebration than a, an analysis of the game. I think mm. a bit like Wednesday night, where I actually looked at the team before we started. I'm like Bogle played. Can't remember that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I genuinely can't remember like anything about his performance. But I'm, it's the only game I think pretty much this season that we've won. There, I've not watched the highlights back, and that's purely been been because. There's been that much content out. Mm. It sort of got relegated and pushed back and pushed back and pushed back, and I've just not got around to watching it yet. So you said that R word. Like, I think that's yeah. verboten for a few more months. Isn't it? <laughs> just getting in early. Um, <laughs> you are sorry. Getting warmed up for it. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Yeah, a pretty strong team from United. I mean, there's. It was fairly obvious that, like, uh, I don't know, McBurney, for example, had there was no way he was starting this game. I yeah. think he was, I believe he was sighted at like Chief Island or something. On have you seen his tweet? Uh, which which one? He said, "Well, he says what a week." Oh yeah, can't remember, can't remember most of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was sighted on Thursday morning, I believe, still in his yeah. uh, his, his white vest, having not returned home yet. So yeah. no surprise that he wasn't playing. But otherwise, quite a strong team from United, I think. Uh, you know, obviously Preston fans. Um, there was a lot of talk of like, oh, let's hope we've let's hope United have been you know fully on the beers and they're they're well locked out of this one. But they failed to recognise that two of our best players do not drink alcohol. But it's not just that, by the way. We're thinking about this. Every time we go on the beers, we seem to get a decent result. Obviously, we drew away at Stoke, which is not a bad result last time. Yeah. But in the League One season, we were drunk for about a month and we won every game. So I'm wondering all this sports science nonsense. (laughs) Shove it up your backside, Wenger. Let's get back to old school (laughs) 1980s, get the beers out for us. Let's let's not forget (laughs) where it all started, mate. Sharpie, get the beers in on the way back from Millwall. This is it, honestly. Just get the beers out. (laughs) Amazing. Yeah, there's definitely something to that, I think. But yeah, strong... um... 
uh, I, I, they're a stronger team than I was expecting. I thought Sharp definitely going to start, and he did. I thought Fleck would start. I, I guess I mm. thought most of the out of contract players who were fit would start. Mm. I mean, this is, Stevens wasn't even on the bench. I don't think was he? No, no, no. Yeah, maybe, no. maybe he would have started if he'd been fit. But um, Basham on the right, uh, Armand Odzic giving Egan a, a very rare breather. When was the last time Egan missed a game that wasn't yeah, through suspension it, it actually... or injury? I've really, really can't remember. Even even Ireland play him every week, obviously. So, yeah. but I, I, that was if you're going to sort of analyse the game, and I don't think we're going to be doing much of that away because it was just it was basically like a, 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 it was literally a glorified friendly in a way, you know, with the glory uh, <laughs> emphasis on glory. Um, but yeah, the, if you're going to talk about the game, I think Canel being the central centre half is something you can talk about because. I think that'll probably be his position long term. I would have thought, you know, even if he, when he leaves us, mm. you know, maybe going into a back two or something. And the two two times we've seen him in it, I think it's only been two times we've seen him in it. Um, this and Spurs, right? This and Spurs. I thought it was fantastic in both of them. Yeah, I think so as well. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's funny. He probably won't. Uh, I mean, if I had to guess, he probably won't play that position for us like more than ten times. Like, and that's no, uh, that's no. it. Only I reckon he'll only do it if he can gets injured because. Mm. I mean, Egan, what is Egan? Is he 30? Like, yeah. Just a 30? Yeah, so he's, yeah. he's got years in him yet, obviously. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and he'll be playing on the right. Norwood starts as well. So it is is a bit like the old stage. I mean, you said it's a glorified friendly. Preston could have made the playoffs. There was only one team that treated... Could they? I've seen, after seeing them play, <laughs> I'm not sure if they had any, any chance of getting the playoffs. They were awful. I mean, I think I messaged you after. I said, I don't want to take any away from United to... You know, obviously, come off the back of that promotion and put in a performance like that. But I was so disappointed with Preston, knowing that they were the last hurrah, if you know what I mean, mm. chance of getting into playoffs. And Ryan Lowe's really went in after the game, and he actually said, uh, "I don't know if you saw his interview." He I said, "Haven't I just like, heard that he'd laid into him?" Yeah, what, what did he say? Well, he said, um, "I've not come to Preston to be a mid-table team." It's like, oh dear. <laughs> well, yeah, you should obviously, yeah, you, yeah, you didn't do much research into that. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, yeah, but he did. He just said, "Look, if we're gonna, if we're just gonna tread water, I'm not gonna be. A, I want you to want to get to the heights that Sheffield United have got." And yeah, it wasn't happy at all. Yeah, well, fair play because uh, yeah, a a half cut mishmash team for United blew him away. And as I said, if we'd if we'd not spent an hour trying to manufacture a goal for Billy, um, which is great. I'm, I'm glad we did that. I absolutely mm. wanted that to happen. Yeah. But had we not done that, I think it could have been a more one-sided score. And then obviously when they equalised, that was very much like, oh, <laughs> you want you want us to come at you, do you? Fine, we'll do that. Liam mentioned this after, actually. He said he was really impressed with uh, how when, when, when it went to 1-1, the players were all sort of having a go at each other, not in a bad way, just saying, like, come on, do you know what I mean? We've got to win this last game and stuff. And to come back and, as I said, we're just so comfortable. And the other, I think the only thing, we, other thing we can analyse with any seriousness, really, is probably Jebison's performance when it came out because he was just superb. Oh, weren't he just? That was very exciting. We've seen, Ooh. he's had a, um, a stop-start season, Jebison. I was thinking this earlier, he started at Watford. He started the yeah, first, started game, of the the first game. He was our yeah. first choice striker in like the first game of the season. Mm. Um, clearly not the first choice striker through the season. Probably more like the fifth choice. Like, yeah, but I, I think he's definitely got his way up now to at least at least third. I think he's pushing McBurner next season if they're both here. I'm excited by what he could be in the next couple of years. I don't want to say next year because I, I, mm. I don't know what the landscape's going to be next year. He might it might be a terrible situation for a young yeah. striker. Yeah. But if we're back in the championship in two years and he's still here, he really does have like some tools, doesn't he, that could take him yeah. quite a long way. Yeah, really exciting. I mean, two 
two great assists that owed a lot to you know his athleticism but also his his skill on the ball and awareness yeah and awareness yeah awareness is the one i mean i know on the on the second one he I thought he'd left it too late, but he I didn't realise until but I've seen the goals back and he's sort of stumbling in it. He's like just trying to keep up right and yeah. you know, to get that ball brilliant ball across to get to get it to end up before the keeper can get there. And yeah, I'm probably with you. I think next year's probably gonna be too soon in the Premier League for him to make a massive impact. But at the same time I'm absolutely more and more convinced that he's he can be a really, really big player for us. I mean, he's what, three three years younger than Endai, maybe even more. Yeah, still 19. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, you know, it's only this season that Ndai's really, really kicked on. So, mm. yeah, you always forget how young he is because how long he's been around. And, uh, yeah, yeah, keep hold of him. And as you say, if we do go back down, I think the season after that, he should be ready made to, yeah, to step in and be the first choice striker. Yeah. Could, uh, it's it's going to be exciting seeing how he, how he kicks on in the next couple of years for sure. Um, yeah. I mean, and, you know, the the defenders he were going up against were very much trying to you know not be embarrassed by him, but mm-hmm. he did embarrass them. He left um, uh, it was number five when it was is that Bauer? Uh, yeah, I've Bauer. not got the scenes up, but yeah, yeah, I've just got yeah, it. yeah, because the, I think it was Carl Sabri who texted, didn't he? Uh, sorry, tweeted saying um, if Basham there was a bit in the game where if Basham passed passed to Bauer, we could have had Basham Bauer as commentary. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> I don't know if it happened. But. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure it did at all. Um, <laughs> Yeah, you know, he leaves he leaves Bauer in the dust for a um, for our third goal, mm. second one, great counter attack, a uh, really smart little flick like behind his legs to um, to put Fleck in. Mm. Um, yeah, I really, I think you're right to call that out as like one of the couple of things that were kind of meaningful from yeah. uh, an analysis point of view, I suppose. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought I just thought we were excellent. I really, really enjoyed watching us. I thought it was a great way to to sign mm. off uh, our home games. This is this is the last game I'll be able to get to this season. I, I'm assuming Huddersfield's on Sky, right? Been... I don't know. I, I'm at work. But I, to be honest, I booked it off work thinking that might be the one to clinch it. And as I said, it's basically like a friendly game now for us. Anyway, not obviously not for Huddersfield. But so I'm like, I'm just wasting an holiday day. So I'm, I've actually agreed to work it again. So uh, I'm not going to see that game. Um, yeah, we but, are on Sky. Yeah, we're on Red Bull. Yeah, I think it'll be party time again. But as you said, I, what I really, again, I don't know how much you can read into it. But Preston were taking it seriously. Obviously, I think the fact that we've ground out all these wins, these one nils and stuff, and people have been a little bit negative about especially outside of the club um it was great that when the pressure were off we showed that we can absolutely destroy teams as well and not a terrible team in Preston no no like I said a team that had a, a realistic shot at the place I feel like they were in the top six not that long ago as well. I think they were one point off the top six and then they've I think they've not won in the last five or something like that Blackburn I said to you yesterday I've not won since we beat them in the FA Cup that blew my mind I, I thought you were uh exaggerating but it <laughs> yeah, is actually yeah. true yeah yeah um what we were just saying then about uh, oh yeah, yeah so I was thinking about that as well actually like we have actually stomped quite a few teams at home this season I'm thinking mm. we must have won by three or more goals at home like I don't know maybe four or five times I'm just looking yeah. down the, prim- the, the how table. many games we've lost at home is it three QPR Middlesbrough Rotherham can't think of any more yeah it's probably three oh Luton, Luton. oh Luton yeah, yeah there we go well, we, we lost more oh no sorry we lost ten games this season so, yeah. So. Yeah, um, so I mean, that's I don't think you can really complain about it. I think if you're at the beginning of the season, if you said you're only going to lose four games at home um, out of 23, that's that's a, that's a great return, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. Yeah, just looking down the table now, obviously Burnley, we won by three. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll come through three, one minute. Um, yeah. Sunderland, what's this? 2-1, Sunderland. Uh, we beat uh, 
Oh, go on. Uh, Blackburn 3 0. Yeah, Preston 3 0. Uh, Preston yeah. 4 1, sorry, Swansea 3 0. Yeah. Uh, there was someone else here as well, I just saw as well that we kind of stumped on. Oh, Reading. And, uh, oh, yeah, 4 0 against Reading. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, 4 1 Cardiff. Yeah. I don't remember that game. That's how good we've been. But this is my point. It's like, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah. We're only about a week ago. Yeah, it's, it's come back <laughs> to me now. To be fair to you, it has been a mad week. <laughs> it has been a mad week. But this is my point. We, we have stumped on teams at home this season. I, I, again, I guess this has been a bit of a. A, re- a recurring refrain. I'm not sure that's the right phrase this season. Of like, uh, almost, almost like our own fans like trying to do us down a little bit. Like we are on 88 points now. We are. Let me just get this right. We are 14 points in front of Middlesbrough with yeah. a game in hand. Yeah. Nine points in front of Luton with a game in hand. Yeah. If we win one more game, we'll have got more points than we did. Uh, I think it'll be our highest ever championship. Points total, 91 points. Yeah, and I nine... don't... yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. And, and also, that... is it more than Fulham we got last season? Uh, I believe they only got 90 points, yeah. Yeah, so, and Fulham, everyone, oh, what a team Fulham were, absolutely they got 90, you know, stuck. Yeah. yeah, so we win one more game and we've got more points than Fulham. If we win both our games, it's the highest ever points total by a second place team in the championship. So I, did, I think that's at the point it became the championship. which was about, about 2004, I think. Yeah, yeah. about 20 years ago. Um, yeah. It also would have been enough to win the league 13 out of the last 18 seasons. I saw yeah. If we win our last two games. I think we'll definitely want to get to 91 points. We'll definitely want to win another game. We'll want to win one more game. And I think, I mean, I was not the top 20 before we started, actually. And they were like, they, they were really raving about us. saying when you look at it, you know, the cold hard facts. We, we started off, I think we won seven out of the first 12 or something. Mm-hmm. which was brilliant then after the World Cup all those games where everyone were complaining going oh you know when we play better teams you know they're going to beat us because we're only beating Blackpool by one goal and Wigan by one goal but you look at the actual results was it I can't remember this exactly but is it 11 unbeaten or something like that uh, we went through and then obviously we had that little blip but we only actually lost two games in a row at any point all season huh yeah you're right aren't you? yeah yeah we've uh We've, I mean, I want to say we. I was about to say we've cruised it, but that makes it sound like we haven't worked for it. But obviously, we absolutely have. And I think it's been, it's been a weird one. Obviously, we'll do the entire review of the season next week, maybe. But I think it's been a weird one where it has been a bit nerve, nervous. In I mean, we've been so far clear, but then obviously all the off the pitch stuff going on and all the rumours and all this sort of stuff. Oh, we're going to keep Endai's burger going to go and all this. It hasn't been as clean sailing as maybe it has been for Burnley, but yeah. When when it all comes to pass, you're going to look at the league and say, oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely breezed it. Yeah. It's, it's funny. I'm just looking at last season's table now. Um, this is not intended. I don't really mean this as a, a, a slam on Middlesbrough, if you like, but Borough have 74 points at the moment, so the most they can get to is 77. Mm. Last season, we got 75. <laughs> and yeah. For, and Forrest got 80. I mean, I don't know how much you can read into Borough's recent results. I know they've rested a few, but they've lost two in a row. Mm. And... They were the one. I'm not going to lie. They were the ones I was more scared about out of them and Luton. And I thought, you know, they looked on fire. It's a different mentality though, and this always happens where you got the chance to, you know, a half time against Norwich where it were nil nil and they were winning one nil. They were a point off us, and then it all sort of changed around from that game. I think that game was so important, and the one before that at league game against Sunderland. But once you get that close, it does become a different mentality. You can't just go all out attack and sort of think, well, you know, we've got to win. You've got to be more careful, and I think we've handled that really, really, really well. Yeah, um, and fair, do you know what? Fair play to Luton because they've—I re- know they're quite a lot behind us, but they've come from quite far behind us as well. Yeah. Uh, further, further away than Middlesbrough were, um, at least like a couple of months ago, and they've not lost since February. Yeah, I'm going to say they've kept it going, haven't they? They—I um, mean, you said me this the other day. Uh, they played yesterday, didn't they? You said it's still. Um, yeah, against Blackburn. Yeah. Pretty much their strongest team still, which you were a bit 
surprised of uh, mm. about. Um, yeah, I, I don't know if it's just that they don't have the squad depth, if you like, to really rotate, or yeah. whether they really want to finish third. Which I think they absolutely should, because there's a you know there's an outside well, they chance. Have now. They have now. That that's it. Oh, it's locked in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course it is. Yeah, I'm just looking at the table. Yeah, so the, I mean, there's an outside chance they end up playing like Blackburn, who were completely yeah. mediocre. I'm not sure if they can. And Millwall, I know they beat Blackpool, but they're on a terrible run. Whoever gets that sixth spot, maybe Sunderland are doing all right, to be fair. They've had a couple of decent results, but whoever gets that sixth spot is probably not going to be in the greatest form. No, and I think you'd, you'd rather play Borough than Coventry. Uh, Borough, uh, excuse me, anyone other than Borough and Coventry, wouldn't you? Yeah, uh, Coventry are the ones to avoid in terms of form, undoubtedly, yeah. Yeah. It's Coventry um, Borough, actually, last day of the season, so that'll be quite interesting. Oh, they're not going to... Oh, wow, so they're doing a Derby Wednesday, are they, where they're just... Yeah, but Coventry technically still need a point. I think they'll probably be all right, but... This... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. Oh, how good is this, mate? We don't have to... <laughs> we just sit here like, oh, you know, crack, crack your fingers and sit back. It's perfect. It's like, like uh, Ultimate Fantasy, me just watching the playoffs. I'm just watching. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was watching... Um... What were it last night? Leicester Everton. Yeah. This is absolutely amazing. Like, I don't care about, you know, this has no impact on me at all. Yeah, it was a fantastic match. I always think a game like that, if it's that entertaining, then it, you should have to keep playing until one team wins it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, was, yeah. Like, I was left cold by the draw. I wanted another another yeah. four minutes or so. <laughs> um, anyway, yes, playoffs is hilarious. Uh, it's so nice being able to sit back and think like, oh, I wonder which team would I most like to get promoted with as well. What a lovely state of... Um, Millwall is my pick, by the way, because for a start, yeah. I, mean, I might not get a ticket, but it's a great away day. And I, the idea of them in the Premier League is hilarious anyway, to be fair, <laughs> with all the coverage and stuff that they'll get and the, the meetings at West Ham and what have you. <laughs> um, and, yeah, it's great to see a team in there who's not been in there for a while as well. I always think that. Um, and they're the worst one out of the, the, the... I don't think I'm being harsh by saying that, but they are the worst one out of the four coming up. I think the least one I'd like to come up is Middlesbrough purely because I think they'll have miles more spending power than us. Yeah, my... Not that hot take is um, I'd rather Luton didn't come up if possible. Um, yeah, because I, uh, I I respect their smartness, and mm. I think they I think if they and us had like a similar budgets, which we probably will do to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I would probably back them to sign better players than we will. Um, yeah, but there you go. So yeah, I, I'm Team Millwall as well, mate. Get Millwall in the Premier. Get League Millwall in the, playoffs. in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, and in the Premier League. I think that'd be yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Oh yeah, sorry. Just this is what I was saying. Trying to trying to speak on earlier. This was my last uh, last game I'm going to this season. Uh, so it was a wonderful way to sign off. Uh, Huddersfield is on Sky, as I said, so I'll be watching that. Um, I won't. I'll just put this on record now. I will not be watching um, the final game of the season. Because oh I'm, yeah, of course. You, you're going to hopefully. I'm going to Huddersfield three days late. Yeah. So <laughs> hopefully this, uh, you're going to see one of the biggest games of the day because if if there's something to play for in that game, it means we beat Huddersfield. Um, yes. Obviously going to Huddersfield Reading, um, and yeah. I really want to beat. Huddersfield just purely because to make it more exciting, you know, and I presume you're the same. <laughs> yeah, ideally, yeah, because so for anyone who's not aware, if if Huddersfield gets as so much as a point against us on Thursday, yeah, uh, Reading can't overtake them, so that'll be the final relegation spot sorted. So yes, my mm. my wife is very much uh, hoping that we're <laughs> not playing drunk players against Warnock, mm. um, and yeah, I'd like to send it to the final day as well for their sake. So um, yeah, yeah, I'm, unfortunately, I'm not actually going to the match. I'm just going to Huddersfield as a uh, transport and childminder, I suppose. So oh yeah, of course. Sorry, I'll, yeah. I'll Sorry, find something fun off. to yeah, do while uh, we're watching the football. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we'll we'll see if um if that if that carries on. But yeah, just 
I guess just putting that on the record on, on the, the day after that one, I will not have seen the game. So uh... I'm not going to see the one on Thursday either because I've, uh, I've agreed to make some money instead. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. We can uh, we can fudge our way through with some yeah. other content instead. Um, so yeah, this Preston game. Uh, Armand Odzic nods in his seventh of the season with a, a, a deliciously mm. slow header in off the post. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> One of the most low-key celebrations. And I know yeah. it's already up as well, but everyone, yeah, yeah, hey. It's almost like we're Man City fans in an FA Cup semi-final. It was, yeah. I did actually think that. I looked around and I thought, <laughs> I was slagging Man City off last week. <laughs> but to be fair, the atmosphere massively picked up in the second half, I thought. Yeah, it was it was great. Yeah, party time for sure. Um, and a couple of other chances. McAtee on like a one-on-one after great yeah. work from Jai. By the way, I went to ask you this. How many times has that happened, that exact move, where it's Endai passing to McAtee off them, of the opposition having a corner, and then McAtee just in the same spot seemingly every time? Yeah, yeah. I think, uh, yeah, what were it I did in this? I, I went on a Wrexham podcast um, before we played him in the Cup, and they were sort of saying, you know, what should we watch out for? And I was like, well, we... We're quite good at getting chances off opposition corners. Mm, and, yeah, uh, yeah it's, it's been a little while since we scored one. I feel we, you know, we had yeah. that little run around December, didn't we? Like Blackpool and Wigan. I think we did it in like back-to-back games. Or yeah, something. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, we were at Coventry, obviously, as well. We were on the full, full length for the field. Yeah, no, that's the one. Yeah, so around December. Uh, but yeah, we have, we have looked dangerous from those. Woodman, I thought made some brilliant. He did. He really did. Yeah. Is he on loan from Newcastle? I don't know if he's on loan, to be honest. Uh, I'm on the other computer, so I can't get it up. But he's, uh, I don't know if he's on loan or... But, yeah, get him in if, he's, if he is. Yeah, I would imagine... <laughs> Free transfer. I would imagine there's a few a few teams wiggling their eyebrows suggestively at him this season. Uh, yeah. yeah, definitely. Uh, you're, not, you're not getting a game at Newcastle, mate. Come play for us instead. Um, yeah, yeah he, he made some really good saves, I thought. But Armand Odzic does finally give us the lead. Uh, Liam Delap comes on for them and uh, mm. gets a tap in, which looks slightly offside. But I think we're offside, yeah. Like Basham might be playing him on. I haven't seen a proper replay. I've got to say, I'm, I am rewound it because it didn't, it didn't matter. But yeah, I, I thought the same. And it was one of those again where I think it's on the Shore and View uh, vlog where they're all talking. They go, oh, he scored. What happened? I'm all talking. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. no one really paying it. Every time they went forward, no one like, really paid any attention. <laughs> so you're kidding, you're completely out of nowhere, right? Like, yeah. Just... No, it was a good move, you know. Releases, yeah. I think it's Potts on the right. Oh, he, he, that was the only good thing he did all game. Potts, Potts was terrible, absolute. I mean, honestly, terrible I mean, haircut, I'm... terrible player. Oh wow, I really couldn't. Be... I mean, I'm not just like slagging him off for the laugh or just oh, you idiot, we beat you. Terrible performance. It didn't. It's not him that used to play for Wednesday, is it? No, that, no, that that was Potter. Potter, sorry, yeah, yeah, I think that was Potter, that yeah, was Potter. Um, yeah, yeah. So they equalise and. Very swiftly, we're like, well, yeah, we're not having that. We've got Jebison and um, Fleck on at this point. Yeah. And this was a sweet moment, mate. You know, if I, if I could have drawn up my list of things I wanted to happen, yeah, I would have had a couple of things ahead of this. I would have had Billy Sharp getting that 250th league goal, mm. and I would have had Basham getting a rare goal as well. But yeah, yeah. this is a nice bronze medal, isn't it? John yeah. Fleck, first goal since... Last season, the playoff. Playoffs, of course. Uh, because that's the first goal of the season, and I think... He's got a go- Has he got a goal every season now? I don't know if he scored in the Premier League in that second season. That is a fantastic shout. I'm gonna I'm gonna look this up while you're talking. Yeah, so I, th- I think I think it might be that season, but that I'm not even counting that as a real season. Anyway, it's a fake no, season. So, but yeah, I would I would just like shout. He deserves it. He deserves that. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but obviously, with the comments after Wrecking Bottom, and I don't know how much you can take into it. He, he lies a lot, as we know, which I'm not criticising him for. It's just a fact uh, in Prescott. But you know, if he stays for another year, maybe that's not the last one. But if that's his last contribution at Bromelain. Yeah, brilliant, absolutely brilliant. 
Yeah, massive, massive smile on my face. He, he did not score in that Premier League season, by the way, but he has scored ah. at least one in every other season. So Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, as you say, that one doesn't really count. Um, yeah, lovely, a lovely counter-attack. Brilliant from Jebison, as I say, that, that back Brilliant flip. ball from Norwood as well, by the way, outside of the boot. Oh, yeah, just curling it around the defender. Yeah, that was mm. good. I enjoyed that a lot. And he were involved in the fourth one as well, Norwood. Winning. Another uh, yeah. sort of fan- fancy damn pass for that yeah. fourth one. Um, yeah, Fleck just runs into the box, takes a... Well, the guy blocks it with his hands. I don't know if you've noticed this. this is like, I didn't actually, no. It's a great save, but the ball um, the ball bounces up and into I don't, the Sorry, just going to tell you, did you see Michael Keane yesterday where he gave a penalty away? Yeah, and, sorry, uh, I meant, that was what I was messaging you about. Like, yeah. Oh, really? Also, yeah. yeah, but he's, he's pointing where it hit him to the referee. But yeah, but that's on ball, mate. Yeah, like, it's where like your point is below his elbow when he goes, the ball's hit me there. Like, yes, yeah, that's on ball. Oh, I was laughing my head off. It was such a funny game, that one. Absolutely brilliant entertainment. Um, yeah, lovely to... I, I don't know if Fleck's going to be sticking around. I'd, I'd be surprised. I've seen, you know, I heard those comments from Aki Bottom as well. Maybe, maybe we'll maybe we'll work something out as a uh, extremely... He's got, to take a, he's got to take a lower wage. There's no... I don't think... I know people are saying, look, we need to keep players because we won't have a squad because if we get rid of all the contra- out of contracts, we're going to have like about 12 players left, which is not... Hmm. You're not going to be able, no matter how much money we spend. It's going to be we don't want to do a forest here and get half a new squad in. So I, I get the idea, even in just in a morale sense, if nothing else, or people who know the system and what have you are keeping certain players around what you might not want to play every week, such as you know Sharp, Osborne, Fleck, and stuff like that. But we'll obviously talk more about it. But I think if they do stay, he has to take. He's, he will be one of the highest pays at, pay players at the club. You think? Yeah, if, if Fleck and Stevens and uh, O'Connell's a separate matter, but Fleck, if Fleck and Stevens are still here next season, they have to have become among the lowest players, lowest yeah. paid players in the club. Like because they're not they're sense. not starters anymore, and I think no. you can say that to him. So look, if you, I don't think they're going to get much. They're not going to get the same wage elsewhere now, are they? So no chance. No, uh, it, it sort of baffles me a bit that Fleck is only thirty-one, and I bet Stevens is about the same, isn't he? I think this with Fleck because I would genu- and, I, and I still would if it were. It, I obviously don't know the finances, but if you were up to me, I would get rid of Fleck purely because of the wages and you might be able to bring someone else in. But I did look, I found his age out this weekend myself and I'm like, that's not bad, that. You know, if he keeps fit, I don't want him to play every week, but, you know, just maybe coming on as a sub or playing a couple of games and stuff like that, you you probably could do worse. But I've always been a big fan of him and even when he's not been playing... I didn't like it when people compared him to Stevens because I think Stevens completely fell off the cliff where I think Fleck just steadily got worse, which is what players do. Yeah. But I think he's still been a bit of an asset this season, to be honest. Yeah, I'd rather have uh, had him than not, for sure. Yeah. I mean, last last season I thought it was, you know, I'd, I'd spells have been really good and then obviously mm-hmm. it was brilliant. I mean, that's it, isn't it? It is this sort of gradual decline, but he has yeah. still had these standout games among that where you're like, God, mm. I'm glad he's back from injury or whatever. Yeah, Watford at home, which everyone's... I mean, it was a terrible game. You were fantastic Fleck in mm. that game, I thought. Yeah, and, you know, if he does leave, that's when we'll uh, we'll, we'll we'll get the tributes out for sure. Yeah, because yeah. He absolutely deserves it. Like, uh, yeah, it, it brought a massive smile to my face seeing, seeing that one nestle in the back of the net. And then uh, Ajay off Jebison's pass gets uh, his 15th of the season. Yeah. Brilliant, that. Uh, drunken McBurney comes on. What a finish this is! Fantastic. This is an unbelievable. Well, this is another finish. one in your theory of um, you know sports science in the bin. Yeah, just yeah. get the beers out. Maybe at half time if we're losing, get the go and get the. I'm going to say Carlin. They don't do that. That's awful. Go and get. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. But if Dose is here, go and get the Guinness. <laughs> yeah, head down to Triple Point and get a load of uh, round yeah. corner. Yeah, round corner or cop lager if you if you prefer that. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, brilliant, uh, brilliant mid-air volley, controlled volley from um, uh, Bernie. That's his fourth. Seven minutes of injury time, by the way. Yeah, that is one of the most baffling referee decisions of the season. <laughs> I was laughing in my head. I was like, what? I think everyone was. Seven yeah. minutes? Where's that come from? Like, yeah. yeah, I think I'd have been annoyed if there'd been something like on the line in this game. But as it is, it just gave us a chance to uh, get, get, yeah, get the fourth goal we probably deserved. Um, yeah. yeah, 14 for the season for McBurney's. I, d- I think uh, around the World Cup break, I-, I-, I posited that if he stayed fit, he, he- probably would get to 20 goals. I think that was mm. very feasible at that point. I think it was maybe on nine. Yeah. He, he didn't stay fit, unfortunately. Um, no. Which, yeah, just, just, I don't know. I'm sure we're going to trigger the extension. He only needs there, two but... hat-tricks in the last two. That's true. Oh, yeah, I keep, forgetting... <laughs> I keep forgetting the season isn't actually finished yet. So I'm, gonna... I'm exactly the same. I'm going to do a view from Huddersfield tomorrow night. We're only like, as we started doing this, I was thinking like, Oh, oh, when's that? I forgot. <laughs> I was doing a view from for that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, two more games, but yeah, he, he didn't get to twenty. If it if it stayed fit or stayed on the, yeah, just stayed fit. I guess I can't say on the pitch. I think I think he's been playing through injury a fair bit. He has, he has, and he Certainly missed a lot like af- straight after the World Cup. He didn't start for ages. Can you remember because we were all saying, "Oh, there's more to it than the." Well, you know, yeah. there were even rumours he'd been sold. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it was that ankle injury against Rotherham, wasn't it? The yeah, last, uh, the game, the penultimate game for the World Cup break. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know that we're going to trigger that extension for sure, and I, I, I would give him another contract if it was. Yeah, but I, I, again, it's not someone I'd want to start. To be completely honest, in the Premier League, but I think if you've got that option there, it's the easiest thing to do. And I know people aren't massive fan of him and stuff still, even after this season. But again, it's number, it's a numbers thing, and, and get him in, and he could cause havoc. He's been really good this season. This, yeah. you know, in when he has been fit, he's been out. He's been like the best striker in the championship in that that period. But um, in that early spell, yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just what you're saying with like it's a, it's a numbers game. The, the other side of that is he's already here. Like we we mm. don't have to pay to get Ollie McBurney next season. We just have yep. to. I mean, we have to pay him a wage, but we don't have to pay a transfer fee. Now, if he goes, we will have to pay a fee for someone. And I think, you know, if we're going into next season expecting to get relegated or at least, you know, expecting to be in a relegation battle, which is, you know, I'm sure what 99% of United fans will expect, mm. then it, it makes sense to kind of take financial decisions based on that. I mean, we'll talk about next season in more detail, I suppose, and yeah. that kind of uh, how we would like United to approach it yeah. um, another time. But yeah, 14th goal of the season. Very nice indeed. Full-time whistle. Glorious stuff to see the Blades sign off with a win, gone to 88 points. Lovely jubbly. Pathetic Preston is the only other thing I've got written down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah they, they were really poor. Like I say... I enjoyed the day uh, so much because obviously before everyone were delighted at the game, everyone were delighted, and after everyone were delighted, we obviously went to the clubhouse after and you know bumped into loads of people, so a lot of people I'd not met before and mm. stuff, and everyone was just beaming like up, literally like I mean you don't really get that with Sheffield United. Let's go. I keep saying this, but we've had three promotions in seven years now, so yeah. Eventually, we'll have to do the we'll have to you know take the cliche of typical United, you know, always making it hard or whatever. Take it round yeah. back and shoot it because it's, yeah, it's not yeah, true yeah. anymore. Like. No. Um, and maybe this is a good point actually just to uh, something I, I put to you before we start recording like how does this promotion compare to the the one under Wilder because I've been thinking mm. about this and I, I don't bring this up intending to be like you know rewriting history and saying you know mm. one is better than the other or anything like that I just it struck me it struck me as interesting because we we sort of threw that one away under Wilder and, and got got thrown a massive favour yeah. from Leeds yeah. losing at home to Wigan you know, we had that. We won at Leeds, and then we lost at home to Bristol City. I believe that was the next game. Which yeah, is, that was a massive. 
you know, stumble that one. And then obviously yeah. the Millwall one as well. It's weird the Leeds one because everyone obviously rewrites history to some degree where the Basham arriving thing was the pivotal point of the season. Mm. And it wasn't because the week after Leeds went back above us because we lost and they won. Yeah. So I, I put this out there as like, you know, I think that made that one more exciting, that the Wilder promotion, yeah, the, yeah. the narrative, if you like. And obviously there's a lot to be said for the, you know, coming up from League One and going up yeah, against some, yeah. some heavy hitters. But I just think... You look at look at it this season. We haven't come we haven't come close to that. We had that little wobble where a massive gap to Borough and Luton became a slightly well, it became a smallish gap. But you know, with those games in hand and the fact we were still yeah. winning like two games out of three anyway, it was always likely to stretch up stretch open again. And mm. yeah, we it, it's compared to that, this has been a bit of a cruise, I think. But yeah, any um any any thoughts on uh, comparing the two? I think it's a great question. This I think there's so many different things for both. It's... The Wilder one, I was more proud of us, if you get, with the Wilder one. Because of the players that we had and the lack of money that we had, you weren't a parachute payment club. We were up, That was the best championship I think I've ever seen with Villa, Derby, Leeds, Sells, Norwich. You know, proper um, Buendia's in the division, Grealish, Tammy Abraham, uh, Mason Mount, you know yeah. what I mean? And Patrick Bamford and, you know, all these all these players. Bielsa's in there. Bielsa's you know, Leeds, yeah, yeah. The legend. Even Middlesbrough have players like Traore in there and... You know, yeah, others that, yeah. You're right, on Yeah, Dama Traore, please. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like, uh, uh, genuinely, like, you look back at that league and you, uh, So I were more proud of us then to come up with no money, pretty much. You know, we spent very little. And to go up, that was more of a, I can't believe we've actually done this. This mm. is mind blowing almost that we've done this. And that was the most sort of proud of being. In terms of celebrations, I've actually enjoyed this one more because we've had time to celebrate. The last one, we got promoted pretty much onto Ipswich. And then the next game we're away, and then we ended the season, and we obviously yeah. had a great time and stuff. But this this last week, I, I don't think it'll ever be repeated. We had a promotion party basically at Wembley, <laughs> which is like the best place to have one. Uh, we had another promotion party when we actually got promoted on Wednesday when we got, pro- and then we had a, another promotion party on Saturday. <laughs> it's just been a week of genuine, you know, really been able to celebrate everything because we pretty much knew we were up at Wembley, and to get to a semi final is a great achievement in itself. I don't think we'll ever have a week like that again, where it all just sort of pans out that we've got this unbelievable trip to Wembley. Then we get promoted a couple of days later. And then a couple of days after that, you know, we get a proper celebration. Yeah, well said, well said. I can't really uh, add anything to that. Yeah, it did. Uh, there was something I saw, um, I think it was like the dates for the, is there going to be a promotion parade or something like that? I I've heard the like, 11th of May. 11th of May, yeah, I saw that and I was like, that's absolutely ages away. That's like, I what's think going it's on? A... And then realise, oh, because we haven't finished the season yet. We've That's got... it. That is it, yeah. Because obviously, I mean, if Wednesday go up, um, then they're, they're obviously going to have to plan around, you know what I mean, and yeah. get everything sorted out with that as well. Yeah. Or even Barnsley. I think we used Barnsley's coach last time, didn't we? <laughs> Love it. Kind of going to say, pinch those pennies somewhere. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, but I just, I just thought that kind of brought it home of like, oh, that's just how far in advance we've got promoted. <laughs> you know, just yeah. got all this time to I, save I, it. I'd put it up there. I think I think as a dramatic thing, the Wilder one, that, that's still the best in terms of the action. Mm. I could watch that season review video. I know they don't do it anymore, but if they did, that would be one that I'd be watching the most of because of the way it happened and the topsy-turvy stuff. But this one, I've actually celebrated it more because that one was so nerve-wracking, the other one, because yeah. it were all obviously going there, there, there second, where third, second, third, second, third. It were only really the Ipswich game that we could properly enjoy it and then obviously the Stoke one yeah. whereas this one we've you know we've had a, 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 an unbelievable week yeah I, th- I think that Wilder one was my f- is my favourite of the two but then as you as you very correctly say uh, I think this has been it, I've celebrated this more definitely yeah I mean, I've enjoyed like the, the West Brom game for example like 
that that pure yeah. it's done like That's there's it. there's no there's no maths to forget yeah it is done we have done it and we've done it at home in front of our own fans yeah that's i don't i mean what was it 1971 the last time that happened i think so it was 52 years yeah ago. Like, yeah yeah who knows yeah. when it'll happen again that was really really special just that one night yeah yeah and agree and i think even though we got promoted tech we didn't technically get promoted against ipswich did we and although it were sort of that 11 goal swing or whatever it was as I said, I think a lot of that one was almost shock for me when we mm. even even when we beat Ipswich, we're like we are actually going up. You know, two years ago we we're in League One. Yeah. So as I said, watching the video, if the VHS is still out, I'll be I'll be watching that one more than this one. But I've actually enjoyed this one more in person because there'd be no worrying from basically after the Norwich game. There's been very little worries from me that we were, we were going to do it. Yeah, I think we have. I, I, I don't know if it's worth. Uh... Not just us, but anyone debating like the you know the comparative abilities of the two teams. But I think we have more watchable individuals in this team mm-hmm. than in mm-hmm. the Wilder one. I think there was only a couple of players that um, really got me on the edge of my seat. I mean, I, I thought the football overall was fantastic. Don't yeah. you know, don't, don't yeah. misunderstand me here. But in yeah. terms of like this player has got the ball, right? You know, I'm, I'm ready to stand up from my seat. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's probably only Duffy and McGoldrick, I think. Um, yeah, in that in that. That promotion winning team was yeah. I, I get excited every time and Jai so much as sniffs the ball. To be <laughs> yeah, and yeah. then yeah, McAtee similar, Berger similar when he gets it like edge of the box. And El and Armadotic, yeah, is yeah. the other one. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, there's I, I think we have better like individual ability in this in this side, and it's it's very much coalesced into a, a winning machine of a team as well. Which... I, I do, yeah. I think on paper uh, this team this one is definitely better than the one we had under Wilder. But I'd probably still about that Wilder team to beat this one, personally. I don't know. It'd be a great game. I'd, I'd like to see it as a game. But yeah. I think, yeah, I think this was... But that Wilder team was just... A, that was a machine. That was almost like reminding me of... In hindsight, now looking back, it reminded me a bit of the old West German teams and stuff. You know, when everyone just knew their positions. And yeah. you think, well, these are really unspectacular as players, but they're just brilliant. <laughs> you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, how are they doing it? We absolutely didn't have the, the most quality in our squad that, that year under Wilder, but... You know, fantastic manager, obviously, and mm. unbelievable the way that we played. This one has definitely got more quality, and it'd be interesting to see how it lends itself if we can keep them all together in the mm. Premier League. Yeah, Wilder one definitely. Like, I think that was just the best coach team I've ever seen. Like, in terms of, as yeah. you said, everyone knew the roles, everyone knew everyone else's roles as well, and mm. where you're supposed to rotate into when player X goes into certain areas and stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this one's uh, this one knows what it's doing as well, and it's it's got a lot of person. I mean, obviously there's a lot of crossover in players, but yeah, yeah, a lot of personality, a lot of star talent. Yeah, it's 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 been a treat to watch, and um, yeah, I hope if uh, whoever's going to Huddersfield and Birmingham those last two games, I hope they put on another show for you and um, get a couple more wins to to sign it off because yeah, yeah, it's been a good one. Um, all right, one last thing for this episode, mate. Uh, if you've got if you've got. Five, ten minutes or so? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Cool, cool. Right, uh, so at the start of the season, uh, long-time listeners from the start of the season, <laughs> um, we, we did an episode called How to Win Promotion. We grandly titled, but essentially what that was is what needs to go right slash be different from the previous season. So we looked at all the things we thought went wrong the previous season and um, basically went through whether we think whether we thought they were addressable in this season. And um, yeah, I thought that it's worth just looking back as this little checklist. We did say, you know, hecky bottom, listen to this podcast, just do all this and <laughs> jobs are good. And, and maybe he did. And look, here we are now. Yeah. Um, so yeah, what what needed to go right or be different. So we had 
have a proper preseason because one before was a shambles. Are, Stop yeah. the injuries. We'll get back to that. Uh, <laughs> make at least average use of the loan market. Know your best team. Find the answer at left wing back. Find a striker who isn't Billy Sharp, and get more minutes out of Anjai. And mm. as a as a sort of start overall, I think we ticked a lot of those boxes this season, and yeah. that is probably a big part of why we are where we are. Um, any of these you want to sort of drill into a little bit? The biggest one is obviously Anjai. I think mm. obviously not only did we get more from him, <clears throat> he went up. I don't know how many levels. To be completely honest, he's gone from being a Last season, this guy's a real prospect. You know, he could play at the Premier League. So this guy could act genuinely play in the Champions League, probably, if he carries on the way he's going. And that is such a jump. So that that's the biggest thing. And I also think um, the fact that we, we did rely on Billy Sharp to get goals last season a lot. And how many how many plays is it this season? Scores it 29 or something? Nine, 29. 19, 29, 19, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what am I talking about? Yeah. Nine, 19 players. That that you know I know no one's got twenty goals or but I think and Diane McBurney both got more than Sharp did last season. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd just trying to bring that up, but uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure Sharp got like twelve goals or something. I think yeah, Jeff White you... was the top scorer, wasn't he? Oh, sorry, of course he was. Yeah, he, got but he, he only got like twelve or thirteen, I think. Twelve or thirteen, yeah, and you've got Anel getting Probably. seven. I think McAtee got seven. Yeah, maybe you know, eight, actually, including the cups, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, the goals have come from all sorts of places, and that were another big thing because that was a big worry that we had no striker. Yeah. Other than this thirty guy, thirty six, thirty seven going on this year, and McBurney, in fairness to him, again, you know, people slagged him off massive in that in that particularly in that run that we had where we went top of the league and we had McBurney and all that sort of stuff. He was huge for us. Yeah, well, that was yeah. So it touched on a few things. Yeah, get more minutes out of Enjoy. So in the previous season, he played just over two thousand minutes mm. with two games to go, which I don't doubt he'll start both and probably play ninety minutes in both. Uh, he's played three and a half thousand minutes in the league. Like so he's, he's appeared in forty. He's appeared in every single game so far this season. Mm. Uh, he's obviously started the majority of them, I think, as well. Maybe I don't, don't have that in front of me, but I would imagine there's only sort of seven or eight games here that he's come off the bench. Um, find a striker who isn't Billy Sharp. Yeah, it's, it's mad. He actually scored fourteen goals the previous season. Sharp. It's mad. Oh, did he? Sorry, yeah. It's mad how reliant we were on Sharp as recently mm. as last season. When you look at this season, where he has become much more of a a backup, like is this the end for Billy Sharp type player? Um, and yeah, I said find. We we specifically said find a striker rather than sign a striker because we wondered if that striker was already in the building. Now I was thinking more Rian Brewster than Ollie McBurney. But, Same. Um, when we yeah. come back to do our preseason predictions and we look at them, uh, people will. Re- uh, mm. Discovered that I said Rian Bruce were going to be our top goal scorer, but he uh, obviously only finished with one. Yeah, he was he was one of the nineteen who scored. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but you know that that was it. Find a striker who wasn't sharp, and we, we did that. We found someone in the building, and credit to McBurney for um, stepping up this season. If, if I don't know, if maybe some fans don't want to credit him for finally looking like a decent player, but yeah. uh, I, I will credit him. Um, the other one was find an answer at left wing back, which I don't know if we totally did, no. but on a similar theme, Max Lowe was a lot better than I thought he was. And even, I think even in these last couple of months when he's not been as good, he's still he's still playing better than I actually thought he was. So that's yeah. done the job. And obviously, Yeah, and I think obviously R&D in the early part of the season yeah. was like a revelation really how much he'd come on as well. Yeah, I'd be surprised if Norton Davis isn't the starting left wing back next season. Yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, we we possibly did find the answer there. Um, yeah, it's, it's a bit of a you know backhanded compliment to Low, but yeah, these these last few months where he's not been that good, I've still been a bit like, well, 
Yeah, but he's all right. Like, he's better know. than Ender Stevens was at the end of last season, I think. Oh, last yeah. season. Yep, yep, yep. Agree with that for sure. Um, stop the injuries. I don't think we did this. I think it was worse this season. It was. It was. Yeah. And it kind of did get a little bit better. This is what I don't get. Half. I've always, I'm really confused with this because obviously all the talk was when it when it gets onto these bad pitches, you know, <laughs> in December and all yeah. the winter and stuff. He started improving. It was earlier on in the season. It was really warm that we were getting all the injuries. I mean, if anyone wants to be bothered to look at that lineup that we put out against uh, Stoke away, Ugh. but that, I mean, I, I mean, I don't know if it's on Neil Warnock's interview actually after Huddersfield won. He was saying like what massive credit to Sheffield as he calls us um, and Eki Bot because with all the injuries they've had, it's, it's it's been absolutely fantastic how they've got up. And I think. As I said, just take a look at that Stoke away team and think, how did this team eventually get promoted? Yeah, yeah, the injury, they were really, I mean, the long-term injuries were kind of baffling, really. I mean, Bruce, yeah. obviously, when did he get injured? It was like, what was that, like October? Uh, West Brom away, because he had been on the pitch, hadn't he, a couple of minutes, I think, and he went running for a ball and did his hamstring in. Yeah. Uh, R&D were at Coventry away. That was around that time as well, wasn't it? Yeah. Sort of October, yeah. November. Yeah, basically missed the entire season with hamstring problems. Um, yeah. Bernie, yeah, definitely got a, you know, looked, looked a pretty bad ankle injury around December and took him a while uh, yeah. to get going again. And now got glandular fever, Fleck. Yeah. Did he break his shin or whatever it is, Fleck? A bone in his back or something? Yeah, something like, like that. I mean, well, I suppose the other thing you could say we're lucky with is Endai never got an injury yeah. because yeah. Baldock were out for a while as well. You know, he were out for a long time. Yeah, which is, is very unusual. But yeah, we didn't stop the injuries. We overcame the injuries. Um, I think this was quite interesting. Uh, we said make at least average use of the loan market because yeah. the season before we had Gibbs White, who was an absolute superstar, but then we had a load of very forgettable to the extent where I actually have forgotten them loan players. Charlie Good is the only one I can remember. You can't remember Robin Olsen? Oh, my Lord. <laughs> there you go. Oh, Ben Davies, who was... Ben Davies was, yeah, yeah adequate. Yeah. Not not as good as Jack Robinson. You know, the end of the season, Jack yeah. Robinson had displaced him on merit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so, yeah, we, we were looking at Forrest, who'd obviously got promoted with, like, five starters on loan, and say that's that's the gold standard. yeah. Not saying get as good as that, but can you get somewhere in the middle? Like, don't just have one good player on loan. You know, mm. you're supposed to sign loan players. They're supposed to make you better, not just be, you know, crappy squad filler or even yeah. worse. Um, and yeah, I think I think we did this. I think I think average is probably about right. Average to good. Like, yeah, I mean, if, if realistically, let's be honest. If you'd have asked this, asked us this question in January or when mm. the World Cup were on or whatever, we would have said no. This has been a bit of a failure, really. I think I did put it to you. Yeah, around that time, actually, I think I did put it to you as like, do you know what? We've not done this at all. We've yeah, we have no starters on loan. Like, what, what yeah. went on? Because at that point, Doyle wasn't starting, McAtee wasn't starting, uh, Kieran Clark was perpetually injured, and yeah. Kadra we got rid of, and we didn't use our fifth loan signing. I don't. Think no, we didn't use our fifth loan. Now, now, obviously, yeah. with the situation and stuff. However, I, I think yeah, I would say. However, I think we can say this has been a success simply because do we go up without McAtee and Doyle? I, no. I don't like this new sort of narrative from uh, neutral saying oh, the best two players are going to leave because they haven't been our best two players. They didn't get in the team until February, mm-hmm. but once they were in the team, they absolutely turned the season around. Them, them two and balled up when they came back into the team. Yeah, I, I think to answer your question, no, I don't think we do. Well, no, we we probably do, but I bet we're not 14 points ahead of Middlesbrough with a game in hand, put it like that. Yeah. Um, oh, and you need a shaking up. And yeah. so, so Doyle and McAtee, base, McAtee from what? I can't remember that. that Cardiff, just before the World Cup break, uh-huh. from that one onwards became, before that, he was awful. He, he looked like, I would. I think he even said it on here, 
if we can send him back and get someone else, let's do it. I, thank no, I, God. I, I poured water on that. That was a stupid thing. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Thank <laughs> God nobody listened to me. Uh, <laughs> but uh, that's what I was like thinking. Because, and then Doyle were injured. Another one who were injured a lot of the season. Doyle. Yeah, he was. You're uh, right. And then from Cardiff onwards, McAtee were maybe our best player from that. Obviously, a die realistically. But in the latter half of the season, he's definitely the top three of our best players. Mm. And then Doyle coming in from Tottenham at home when we won 1 0, then. He came into the team in the league, Sunderland away, seven or eight out of tens every week from then on. Yeah, and you're you're right. The key point is it, it absolutely needed freshening up after that Liverpool yeah. game, didn't it? Um, and yeah, those those two allowed us to do it. So yeah, I think I think at least average use is right. Kieran Clark. I mean, we didn't really need him, like, even with our injuries. You know, in terms of like weird. The... Go ahead. I, I was, I were, every time he played, I was really impressed with him. Yeah, but he just did play enough. Yeah, but it wasn't like we. I don't know. I don't feel like there were too many times this season where I was like, "Oh God, if only Clark was fit." Like, yeah, because I suppose it probably speaks more of the consistency of uh, Jack Robinson and obviously yeah. e- Egan's consistency. I just take as a given at this point. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. but yeah, maybe around that period where Armand Odzic had glandular fever and we were having to sort of fiddle around. I feel like Basham played. Basham played a few left centre half, didn't he, for a few games, and that didn't really work at all. And, and I remember him struggling at like I think Rotherham or. There was a game he played on the right, Basham and uh, Bristol City away, I think it was. Oh yeah, um, he got another match in that from Sky. <laughs> Unbelievable. Probably Don Goodman, no doubt. Yeah. <laughs> um, have a proper preseason. I think we did that. It just wasn't a yeah. disaster, which is good. Know your best team. This was something we put down as like a, um, you know, this should be an advantage this season because Heckingbottom's going to play the same, uh, the same way all the way through the season. Whereas obviously yeah. he took uh, took control from Yukanovic. So we knew who our best goalkeeper was starting the season. I think that, you know, I don't think Wes was as good this season as he was the previous season when he was excellent. But uh, I remember us saying this as well. We just just be like decent championship decent goalkeeper. Yeah, and yeah. that's absolutely what he was. Big big tick for Premier League Wes. That made me yeah. tell the other day. Um, I do have a note here about uh, know your best team. I've got Basham's name just written here, which I think... I've is... just seen that because you sent me these notes earlier. And I just yeah. thought... Basham. <laughs> yeah, know your best team. It includes Basham. But I think actually that is fine. You know, what, what to do with Basham? Where is the next Basham? And Armand Odzic just yeah. you know, absolutely knocked that out of the park. Well, I think um, if you ask everybody now, you know, pick are these players that we've got at the club currently. Pick, if, if everyone were fit, pick your best 11. There'd be what? Maybe one, two differences between everyone's team. I think everyone would pretty much pick the same players, wouldn't they? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, I'm just, I can't even. Um, I think it's probably just in midfield, isn't it? That, um, yeah, midfield and maybe. Sort of, I know, you know, people don't like McBurney. They might put Jefferson in, but I think McBurney's, if he, especially if he's fit, yeah, he's just yeah. straight. Yeah, there's one I missed here actually, which was was sort the midfield, which I put as uh, also known as trade Burger for two athletic goal scoring starters, or keep Burger and yeah. add, add an athletic goal scoring starter. Anyway, I can't honestly say that we added an athletic goal scoring starter, but. Doyle four goals, I think it was. McAtee yeah. eight goals. Like and then yeah. keeping Berger, that's a big deal. I, you know the last certainly the last three or four games, uh, I've I've just I don't know. When I've watched the highlights, particularly, I've been like, could be a bit could be big in the Premier League next season. Berger, unbelievable how this man finishes the season because he has <laughs> had another so so. Oh, we'll do our player rating soon, but. I'm really confused to what to give him, to be completely honest. Cause he like, won't be as... in the top three for player of the season. Probably. Oh, no, nothing like that. And I think there, there was a genuine argument to drop him at some point as well. Mm. But, yeah, obviously having him in, McAtee, as I said, gets seven goals or whatever, Doyle four. Because, you know, Norwood Fleck and even Hooraham 
they weren't goal scorers, were they? They didn't get as many goals. I've probably got about four between them last season or something. Those were penalties. Yeah, like yeah, exactly. Yeah, so yeah, so yeah, the, the, massive for us again. McAtee and Doyle come into the fore at the end. Yeah. So yeah, there we go, mate. All we need to do is map out how to not get relegated and go into administration <laughs> next season, and uh, <laughs> jobs are good, and I think. Yeah, yeah. Looking forward <laughs> to it in a way. <laughs> yeah. uh, yes. Well. I think we'll we'll leave it there, mate. It was uh, it was good good chatting to me about this one. Cause not really um, uh, spoke about the Preston game all that much, but um, yeah, it was. Oh, I just I just really enjoyed it. I thought what what a lovely way to sign off our, our mm. home games. Um, we obviously had the the great shame of lifting a trophy, which no team has ever done. Oh, before. don't right. <laughs> I, I weren't mad about this until I've just seen Footy Accumulators tweet where they're saying, "Oh, I understand it for the playoffs, but not second play." What? I think it was uh, Glacier and Anders actually put a comment saying. So you're basically saying you agree with bronze medals, but not silvers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I did like, like the things that was like, wait till you hear what about the Olympics. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, but, look, I, I, look I, I, it does look a bit ridiculous, I think, to a degree, having a cup when you've not actually won anything. Mm. But the playoffs have it, and yeah. it's been happening for 16 years. I'm going to say, we, we had one, uh, we had like the silver plate thing in 2006, like it's... It's hardly new. Um, so a couple of Wednesday fans are saying we've made it ourselves, so that's going to go down in Wednesday War as fact. <laughs> well, that, that's the thing, though, isn't it? It's not like it's not like we have presented ourselves no, with a no. trophy. Yeah. Like, you know, another team would have got it if they'd finished second, and just like they happened last season. I, I think the most annoying thing about it is uh, Merson and Sutton have been the two who have sort of gone on about it more than most. And you just it just wakes you up to the fact that next season we're going to get more of this nonsense about people who don't have a clue about what they're talking about. They it just for mind. They know about the top six or seven. Merson's clearly never seen that happen before, which is why mm. he's gone off about it. And then Sutton's, and it just, I think it reflects badly on them that they're commenting on on a league that they don't know the fundamentals about. Basically, it does. Yeah, I don't want to. I almost don't want to talk about that because it's it is that is one of the depressing sides of being a Premier League team. I think is this yeah sort of. Uh, I don't know. Being the, t- I, I'm sure that people liked. I mean, it's Five Live have tweeted that clip out of all things. Isn't it like Five Live Sport, the Sutton one. Yeah, Sutton sort of um, one. Yeah, I, I listened to it actually live uh, when it, when they were talking about yeah. it. And I just, I weren't mad. I was just like, oh, you. It's embarrassing for him. I think. Yeah. Like, it's embarrassing for the uh, for the player uh, for the pundit rather than anything else. Yeah, I'm sure the. I don't think this is a conspiracy because this is what I. This is absolutely what I would do if I was running the. Uh, social media for like talk sport or something like that. Um, I would have a board that has all these teams on and I would be reordering that board based on uh, the amount of bites certain content gets. And I think United's, I, I don't yeah. have any metric to judge this against, but I think you, I think our fan base is, we can be quite spiky about things like this. And I'm, I'm sure that they'll have been like, oh, that's sort of clip. You know, remember United fans from when they were in the Premier League with uh, Steve Nicol and all those sort of comments like, Get this out there now. Get, yeah. get tweeting these clips. This will get some serious bites. I mean, look, I, I, I get... I, I had Chad just before we started on uh, Red Off, like, having a rant, like, you know, going on about everyone's already tipping us to go down. And I get it. If you're asking me right now where we're going to go back down, I probably, if I were putting money on it, I'd probably say yeah, to be completely honest. I don't think it's unusual for promoter clubs, but it's not that. It's what they're going to say. Like, the, I can just see it already, like... Oh, they're a four-four-two regimented <laughs> team, you know, and uh, they've got Ollie McBurney, a big target man up front, you oh, know. Yes, the, the classic big man, little man. Yeah, with Enjai. Yeah, I can. I'm just like, who, who stands out for them? Oh, Ollie Norwood, he scores a lot of goals from midfield. <laughs> like, he just <laughs> shut up. <laughs> whatever you yeah. think about the EFL pundits, Goodman, Inchcliffe, whatever, and whatever. 
They have to do a little bit of research and know what they're on about because it's not in your face all the time. Whereas the Premier League pundits, there's a lot of them anyway. I mean, we, we've got great praise, obviously, when we finish ninth, but mm. we're just going to get keen again, aren't we, saying, oh, that absolute, I can't, that's a Scottish accent. <laughs> absolutely terrible. I, I just cleared the floor for you to do it. Though, yeah, they were all, I absolutely ruined my audition to be the next it's the Premier League, man. Like he always puts like a high pitched voice on like that. So <laughs> I love it. I love it. We'll, we'll finish on your Roy Keane impression. What uh, what what view froms do you want to uh, do you want to plug? Or uh, yeah, yeah. View from Preston. Um, I can't really remember what they said. To be honest, I'm at that stage now where it's I, just I like they were right. one of them said that they thought the scoreline flattered us. I did see. Hilarious. Yeah, I do remember that one actually. Yeah, just like what are you? T- we could have had a penalty at three two. It's like they were at a minute left. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, yeah. So beautiful Preston, and I will have the Huddersfield one out probably tomorrow morning. To be honest, and that's quite. I've already got a few things for that actually. Not. I, I wasn't collecting. I was just having a look at what they were saying after they beat Cardiff, and they're, they're pretty confident. The uh, the terriers. Yeah, that's. I, I imagine that's going to be a right atmosphere um, on Thursday night because yeah, mm. it's. Well, I guess it's a, a Yorkshire derby, and it's it's the Warnock thing, and obviously a point keeps them up. Something to watch out for as well as the goal difference they're talking about is it's so close to Reddings. I think there's two in it, so this, they're basically saying that if they're losing one nil. They don't really want to go for it and lose two or three Ooh. because they lose the goal difference. So interesting, yeah. don't be that surprised if we go one nil up if we win that game one nil. Yeah, oh, interesting. I didn't think of it that way. Yeah, good shout. Um, have you got anything coming to the pinch with your your monthly roundup? Yeah, I've said I'll leave it till the end of the season now. Um, ah, okay. It's going to be an absolute mega one. Oh, to, of course uh, it is, because, yeah. uh, I'm actually like, as you said it aside, because I'm like, oh, this is going to take me ages. <laughs> but no, I do enjoy doing it. But yeah, that'll, that'll be coming, I reckon, probably the weekend after, the, the week after the Birmingham game or the midweek or something like that. So Great stuff. Yeah, I'm still, uh, I'm, I'm still going through everything. Yeah, from, um, get a move promotion. on with, your, with yours as well, like your pinch article. Oh, blimey, no, don't start on that. I, I, <laughs> I wrote like 800 words on John Lundstrom the other day. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> Um, and there, and there only 750 of them were swear words. Um, I was going to say, yeah, there's a 45 minute behind the blades. I can't wait to get stuck into that one. Put that on tonight. I watched the first 15 minutes of that, and I, I was just really tired last night, so I turned it off. But so I just went on. I've lost my glasses as well. I normally watch a lot of this content in bed, but it's just a little bit too far away my TV without my glasses <laughs> to proper get a you know to proper enjoy. I'm sort of like moving around all the all the time. Uh, you know, but, some new glasses. I thought you'd resolved your glasses. I, well, they don't come to. 11th of May, um, so which parade is a promotion day. parade day. Yeah, get my glasses and watch the parade. But yeah, That's what the parade is for. I'm looking forward to one tonight. Actually, everyone's raving about uh, all or nothing. Sheffield United. I don't know if you just type that into YouTube. It looked pretty good. It's like a review of the season by the looks of it. Oh, I'm gonna say that's not that's not real, is it? It's not the Amazon. Oh no, I think someone's nicked it for a clickbait, yeah. but I think yeah, I think it is good. <laughs> I think it is good. Yeah. No, it's but yeah, like I said, there's so much out. You know, there's absolutely loads out, and there's loads I've not watched or listened to yet. So, mm. yeah. great stuff. All right, mate. Uh, we'll we'll leave it there. That is RoyceReform.com, of course. And uh, yeah, we'll be back. Uh, well, we'll, we'll try and fit one in after the Huddersfield game, shall we? Before, uh, yeah, 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 can do. Yeah. Even though you're, uh, even though you're not going to be able to watch it, like, yeah. But, uh, yeah, yeah, I'll be able to. We'll we'll, we'll figure something out, mate. Don't worry. Yeah, no um, worries. There you go. We'll peek behind the curtain for everyone that <laughs> <laughs> goes into this podcast. Yeah. Uh, right. Well, thanks everyone for listening. Uh, appreciate it as always, and uh, yeah, thanks for your for your time and input, mate. Always appreciate that as well. And uh, yeah, I'll catch up with you soon. Thanks a lot, mate. See you later.